Jim Duke Radio Network. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. Well, join me. I'm going to sit here at the right hand of Satan. My website is jimdukeperspective.com. You can uh, connect with us there. You can also listen to the past archives, the podcasts that are available uh, through that. But our main host is Spreaker.com. You can listen on any of your favorite apps, Jim Duke Perspective. And you can uh, you can uh, visual, visually see us on BitChute. How's it going, Darren? Jim, hey, I'm doing real good. Thanks. How about yourself? Good. Okay. All right. The Halloween festivities is upon us, and the holiday is the holiday for witches, really, in reality, but not just for witches. Let's talk about some of the groups that celebrate it, but I'd like to first premise it by saying that in the Western culture where we practice this, right, the Western culture practices mm-hmm. this, yep. we do it as we don't do it like anticipating that we're going to do human sacrifices. Do we, do you think anybody goes to a Halloween party expecting to see a pentagram on the ground with somebody laying across it, that they're going to offer up to Moalek or somebody? No, unless you're in Hollywood. Right. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I mean, generally speaking, we don't expect that there's going to be a satanic ritual, right? We just go to a party because it's fun. Correct. And when they go trick-or-treating and the little kids sit there and, and recite that, that curse on, on the households and they say trick-or-treat and they're reciting mm-hmm. a curse, mm-hmm. you don't think that really those little kids are going to are, – are, are threatening to trick them, do you? Well, they, they say trick. They say, they say trick, trick or treat. In other trick. words – Okay, right. I see what you're saying. Right? Tr- give me a treat or you'll get a trick. Which one do oh, you want? Right. And what they're saying is they're saying that if you don't give us a treat and appease the gods or appease we'll us, let's, let's say it their way. If they're if you're not going to appease us, we'll have to trick you. We'll have to do mm-hmm. a trick on your house. It's mischievousness. But you you don't think any of those little kids were intending to do that, do you? Well, First some time. of them. Well, some maybe of them, a few. Yeah. Some of those kids are really obnoxious. I've done some of that in stuff my neighborhood. Kids, yeah, back way back, like twelve years old. Yeah, yeah, 12. But, I mean, yeah. you think the five-year-olds that the parents are taking them out are planning on pillaging your house if you don't give them something? Of course not. No. So it's all innocent fun, right, Darren? That's what we want to point out. Well, seemingly. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah. The innocent go out with their children and the adults dressed in masquerade, reciting the phrase trick or treat. Or they gather at parties. They're wearing masks and maybe bobbing for apples, probably drinking too, in a lot of cases. And they're decorated. What do they decorate with? They decorate with angels, right? They decorate the Halloween festivities with with Halloween. biblical with biblical characters and and uh and nice uh, uh Jack o' lanterns. Oh, it's Jack o' lanterns they do it with? I thought You're they do it with nice No, no. What I'm saying is they don't decorate with angels and with nice, oh, okay. nice right. images. They, You're being facetious. Yes. What do right, they? Okay. What do they decorate the halls uh, with? Skulls, Dracula, yeah. vampires, bats, um, bats, witches, uh, witches yep. warlocks. Um, well, why do you like... think they do that? If it's innocent, it's nothing about evil. 
Well, that's a, a slight indicator of what its true nature is. The hollow, you know, the Halloween holiday. It's, yeah, it, it is, but they don't get it. See, that's the that's the problem is they don't see that it's it's associated with the evil. They think that the evil is the fun at this time. You know, scary shows on TV, movies that come out like Halloween. What are they on? Halloween eighty seven. Halloween eighty. What's that? Uh, the Halloween movie. Oh, that's with Jason Voorhees or yeah. Are they on uh, Michael Myers? Are they on series eighty seven or something? 87 episodes. Oh, 80, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, been, I'm saying there's so, that one out. There's so yeah. many that it mm-hmm. seems like it's just 80 of them. Yep. But, uh, you know, it, it's the, the name, but believe it or not, the name Hollow's Eve is not really the evil part of it, Halloween. Okay. It's It was based on the Catholic All Saints Day, adopted November 1st, so it coincides on the Hallow's Eve, a hollow, uh, on the on the on the day that they celebrate it, uh, and they called it All Hallow's Eve. Halloween is All Hallow's Eve, meaning All Holy Days Eve, because All Saints Day is All Holy Day, and it coincides. But what's it coincide with is the issue, right? Mm-hmm. It coincides with the Druid pagan rituals, the sol- solstice, right? Exactly, and. They celebrated, it started as a celebration on October 31st to Samhain. The god Samhain or the goddess, the gods that represent Samhain. And the the Druids would appease the gods by offering them human sacrifices. But in reality, it was their, what's called their day of the dead, celebration of the dead high holy day when they believed the veil was thin between the living and the dead and they could conjure spirits from the from the grave it, it's possible that it's a ley line in in the time of the year they celebrate it in this season but the all saints day is like a covering of that now why do the catholics have to cover the pagan days with a Catholic day. Well, it coincides on a, the calendar or something. Yeah, they do that a yeah. lot. They, they take a pagan day because the Catholics wanted to appease the pagans. So they took their holy days and their gods and they turned them into saints, names of saints and names of Catholic relics so that they could offer their, 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 um, their solstice and pagan rituals along with the Catholic rituals. So the Catholics adopted their dates to have to supersede their pagan festivals to try to not trick them, but try to um, appease them to come over to the side of the Catholics. You know, but they didn't really honor Jesus. They just basically became converted to the Catholic religion. So the Catholics adopted All Saints Day, which incidentally was a time when they celebrated or honored the saints. Now, what are the saints in Catholic religion? It, it, those that departed, they believe that they made it into, uh, the, into heaven. Right. Yeah. It's the dead ones, and they still pray to them. So what are they praying to? 
Well, they say they'd say they they're not dead; they're in heaven. Yeah, yeah, but they're still praying to them. They're mm-hmm. praying to those that passed on. They're praying to the dead. Necromancy. That's yeah, necromancy. exactly. Yeah. And that's what the Day of the Dead with the Samhain, with the Halloween time, is celebrating the Day of the Dead. So just as they, the, the pagans celebrate the thin veil and the Day of the Dead, the Catholics coincided that with honor to the saints, the dead saints, to summon them. So it may have been a rouge all along, Darren. Mm-hmm. So we wonder about why people take on this holiday, and, and it's, it's tradition, right? It's a Western culture. But it wasn't always in the tradition of, of America, was it? No, not at all. No. I don't have the exact dates for everything, but it's definitely – there was a time when there, it wasn't in our country, and it just was introduced. Yeah. I, think it was, uh, I think it was when the Dutch came over because they were, they, they were used to the Celtics and the, the Druids and such and the Netherlands and all that. When they came over and immigrated here, they brought some of their cultures. And some of the Americans started adopting it and partied alongside of them, not knowing what the origins were. Now, being far out of their country, they just said, oh, well, you know, we're just carrying on the tradition, but it's really, you know, not in this country. But is it? Because if they're they're doing the same thing, they're celebrating the same appeasement to gods by offering curses of trick-or-treat and dressing up. That was a way of guising yourself to hide from the evil spirits. They're doing the same thing. They're bringing, they're, mm-hmm. they're taking the, the superstitions and just making it a national traditional holiday. Yep. You know, and we want to, we want to try to say it's fun because to some it is fun. How dare you deprive of the children, right? Darren, we can't deprive. That's what they the say. Children. Yeah. yeah. I've been told that too myself. I've been told not, not to, uh, not to deprive the children. And fortunately, what I did when my kids were growing up and they had the Halloween parades and people were dressed up as scary things and 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 I didn't believe in that stuff. I didn't believe in talking about witches and 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 educating them on witches, which they did. I asked that my kid be opted out. And they actually good going. Huh? Good going. And they actually did um, bring my my let my kids have a study hall that at that time but they 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 kind of reprimanded me and said you're singling out your children and making them to think that something's wrong with them and i said no that i'm sharing the truth about what this is and showing them why it they don't have to adapt to it and you know, we don't see eye to eye as a as a Christian. I wanted to bring my kids up not recognizing Halloween. And them forcing it on my kid gave me the option to opt out. And they really couldn't fight it. So yeah, they don't I, have a chance legally to do that. No, I don't think they oh, do. Oh. But um, the holiday is actually a holiday, not just for the Western funsters. But for the occultists also that gather as a day for ceremonial magic. And Satanists practice satanic rituals. Some of them 
do mock dramatic tations of, of sacrifices, but some of the deeper realms of Satanism, we talked about that, about Satanists, how they could be as mild as atheists or as harsh as true people that gather in covens and, and, and worship the devil and actually offer sacrifices. And the Druids were of this type. So we're just basically mocking the Druid celebrations, not mocking it, not like uh, making fun of it, but I mean mocking like like mimicking mm -hmm. the Druid celebrations. We're doing the sacrifices, the bonfires and the celebration of the dead. We're just doing it in fun, but we're still doing it. We're still, still honoring it. Yeah. it. And the Every same, little detail. Yeah. Even like bobbing for apples. For yeah. Instance, the exactly. Every What's the origins of that? Um, I forgot. We, I think we discussed this a couple of years ago. Yeah, we did. People it's... go back to past podcasts. Um, mm -hmm. They were, uh, they would put him in scolding water, and if the person picks up the the apple, or whatever the, it is, they would be they would if they could get the apple in the hot scolding fire, they would burn their face, but they would spare themselves of being sacrificed. Now, we've had practitioners with us as guests. And they will tell you that the sa satanic holidays were true. There were real satanic rituals. There was satanic ritual abuse. They would take girls or women or even boys and sacrifice them, like um, uh, uh, sexually abuse them and such, because sexual abuse was part of the energy magic. But, you know, they also have witches and Wiccan pagan holidays celebrating the solstice. There's some witches that they'll argue with us and say that they're not doing anything satanic. You know, some people are just dancing naked in the woods, you know, mm -hmm. in their covens, which is one thing. If they're alone, who cares? But there are people behind the scenes abducting children. They're taking it to the fullest extent. And they're, and they're, but should they, the extremists, ruin it for the rest of our holiday, uh, us, our holidays? You know, should we let those Satanists speak for us and give our fun, ritualistic holiday a bad name? Well, we're still picturing things of evil. That's the thing. The imagery alone tells you what it's about, right? It represents evil and horror. And some even do seances. Some visit gravestones, graveyards, and it's supposed to be a time of scariness. It's on purpose. And, and just like the Hellfire Club that dressed as a devil and Bible characters to mock God and practice debauchery, on Halloween, the innocent dress up as devils and Bible characters, and, and they're mocking God. And some of them practice debauchery. Some of them are doing sexual orgies. Some of them are having drinking parties, getting out of hand. So, and we've learned from past um, guests that we've had that have been Illuminati and Satanists that practitioners use the unwitting cooperation of people in society to partake in it, and they proxy for them in their ritual. So, in other words, the people that are doing their rituals 
count on the innocent go roaming the streets and carrying on the antics because the high energy that they develop or create for the practitioners that really do this as a ceremonial magic ritual enhance themselves by this and they proxy in their rituals for the people on behalf of the people in the street that don't know what they're doing behind closed doors. Do you know that? We were told that by Doc Marquis, Laura uh, Maxwell, who sent me an article, by the way. I want to read some of it. Um, but we've been told that they, despite us taking it as a fun time, they took it seriously. Their families were doing it as actual new age and satanic rituals. I'm sure they have to be aware of what it actually is, you know, the meaning of things and who the people. Yeah. Well, they, they don't because they do it in fun in mockery of the fun thinking that the scary stuff's just one day a week, uh, one day a year and you're just having fun, but it does breed mischievousness and mystery. But they'll say it's no different than watching Psycho on TV or, or Halloween 87 or whatever the number they're up to. <laughs> it, 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 you know, they'll say there's nothing different about it. But there is even something wrong about watching Poltergeist and watching uh, uh, Friday, the 13th. Friday the 13th and all these other movies that breed the horror and get your, your body all entangled and scared. It's fun to scare people, but there's a real evil behind it that you're actually co cooperating and participating in the spirit of this. Spend less on healthcare this year and more on what you love. Regents Individual and Family Plans offer low-cost virtual care, affordable prescriptions, and more. Shop for a budget-friendly plan today with Regents. You know, alone, just what... It, what we see tells you what it's about. It's not of God, is it? Absolutely not. We know that. It's obvious. It's not like something that's like Christmas, you know, started out pagan too. But at least it's, there's no mock, there's no um, scary things. There's no like horror. It's just basically a satire of, of, of of pagan stuff and relating it to God in some way and saying it's the birth of Jesus. It's, it's a replacement, but at least it's not obviously evil. Halloween is obviously evil. Mm -hmm. Now there are Christians that have said we as Christians should not only have a Halloween party, but we should have the biggest, best Halloween festivities in our whole neighborhood so that people would want to flock to us. Why? They're seeing the same evils that they see at the other parties. Why would mm -hmm. you bring them in your place just to do the same stuff? Now, I know sure. around our area, there's a, um, there's a farm. And, and on the farm, they have a notor they're notorious for having the, the haunted haystack rides or hay rides, right? They take you through this gruesome pictorial of all these different events going on and they're Christians and they don't see nothing wrong with honoring the horror, the evil. Now, some people say would take it too far, but you know, like I said, it's one thing watching a scary movie, but it's another thing participating in this stuff. 
And being part of this anti-godly behavior, Deuteronomy 18 says, stay away from this stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. First Thessalonians or second Thessalonians says, abstain from the appearance of evil. And this is absolutely evil. You can see it. Its imagery is, is obvious, right? That's right. Now, I made a tract, and I didn't bring it down with me, but um, it says, is the Halloween season, is the Halloween holiday really innocent? And then I went in the brochure, and I, and I talk about the, the different aspects of it. And I said, you know, instead of trying to follow tradition, why don't you honor God and come seek him? Now it's just right. a petition. I don't expect, I don't expect handing out these things, these brochures, that people are going to go. Oh, you're right, kids. Let's go home and forget about it. They're not going to say that. But what I've done is I've sowed some discourse about the holiday in their heart, and maybe someday it will, it will grow in seed, and start to convict them if they come to Jesus Christ. That's right. And those churches that are participating at Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen, God says, "You know, for which fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness?" Very good. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and it definitely is a darkness. Mm -hmm. You can't avoid it. There's no way to justify it whatsoever. Oh. All right. Now I'm going to read something. This is from. This is from our friend Laura Maxwell. She, she showed it. She's been on the show several times on our Halloween show uh, season. Um, I haven't asked her because I know she's been preoccupied and busy, but she still honors our time together and says it's the, one of, of the best interviews she's had. She loves it, our, our shows with her. So you can go back in the archives. Maybe I'll link it to uh, things that she has revealed. Um, but she shared with me this article out of her website our spiritual quest and uh she interviewed an ex-satanist carrie christian and shared her testimony all right let me uh let me read this uh as it's stated in the article yeah here it is um when i began to write this blog post directed towards the celebration of halloween i prayed asking the lord for direction and uh let me give you a, a brief background. She says, I uh, tell of my practices as a witch during the time of sowing, and a Halloween falls amidst this time. I was drawn into witchcraft after an event happened. I was seven years old to begin to draw me into supernatural means of finding what I deemed as an acceptable answer. I had seen a manifestation of my grandfather who had just passed away that was so real I could have reached out and touched him. As a preteen, this memory of this manifestation begins to haunt my mind. I sought out my Sunday school teacher for an answer as to why this had occurred, and her response was, this wasn't him, it was a demon, don't seek after it. Mm -hmm. Now we know demons play tricks like that. How many people grab levitate to it though because they think it's, you know, the memory of their loved ones so deep they want to grasp it. And they're just tricking them into into uh, mm -hmm. following them. Yep. Giving them some truth, some answers, so they right. lure them in. Right. Yeah. So Carrie says, I did not heed the warning at the time. The bait was set by the enemy who would use this to get me to open a door. 
my curiosity led me to a friend that showed me how to make a Ouija board and how to use it. And then from there, it grew. My cur curiosity grew more intense with time. I began practicing Wicca, which after years just did not appease me anymore, and I wanted more. One path got tiring and an old, and, and old, and I began with another, integrating them together. I blended Celtic magic, Satanism, Luciferianism, and then voodoo to try to gain as much power as possible. That's it. Curiosity. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. I, I went that path, Darren. I was curious and I sought, sought out power. It was dark. I craved it. A hunger just drove me to the point where I had no conscience, no shame, no guilt. I was numb inside. And again, I've been there, Darren. It's, it's intriguing how you would be blind to the moralities, to the immoralities and such. All it took was this open door, curiosity, participation, and that's it. Remember that. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me as well. So what about Halloween? Samhain begins the last day of October and continues until the first days of November. Halloween, fall, falling in the middle of this, Samhain was a time that, as a witch, I believe that it was the veil between the spirit world and our own that was the thinnest. This permitted the spirits to freely come through. This is also the witch's new year. As the wheel begins to turn again, intentions for the coming year were set at this time. You know, they have the eight wheels, the eight seasons there, and they have a, the wheel of life where the eight seasons and one of them are, they fall on solstices and one of them is the Halloween time. That's why it's a high holy day for them. Mm -hmm. So it's where the veil is the fence between this spirit world, or this world and the spirit world. Right. Yeah. So she says, these days were deemed the, the time when magic was most powerful. During my years as a witch and celebrating Samhain, they typically occurred in similar progress or process. On October 31st, gathering as a coven, we, we wore robes, an altar table covered in a black cloth and a pentagram in the center would be, appear, uh, would be pre prepared. The circle would be cast and candles would be lit, herbs burnt, salt and blessed water present. Photos of, of one's past would be displayed. Offerings would be set before them. Intentions would be set for the new year and magic desired would be worked during this time. As I got into darker practices, my participation in Samhain would also become more demented and darker invoking demonic spirits instead to empower indulging lustful desires, bloodletting. I had descended into the darkness. I became so broken, so lost, so numb. I was suicidal, beaten down, intoxicating myself in order to fall asleep. But an encounter with a pastor kept me telling me that Jesus loved me, um, and he loved to change my whole life. Jesus came looking for me. He found me in the darkest. The Lord used those simple words to break my stony heart. And she surrendered herself to, uh, to Jesus at that time. Now she says that, beware, Satan's not going to announce his arrival. He's not going to give you warning that he's coming. He's not going to come at you in all evilness 
so that you will recognize who he is. He's going to slither his way through the door that cracked open. He's cunning, disguising himself as harmless when he is anything but. So she warns Christians when it comes to Halloween, dark images of demons, devils, de murderers, witches, etc., haunted houses that you want to experience, ghosts and fear, uh, tours and such uh, to experience, experience spiritual activity, parties where spirit boards are pulled out for Halloween fun. Even with this dark history and practices that occur during this time are well known, some string decorations up and dress their children up in these images that are clearly spoken against in God's word. Didn't we just say that, Darren? Mm-hmm. Yep. Some laugh at this and they think it's a joke, but it's a big deal. Allowing these things in your life, you're saying that God's word, uh, what God's word says about these things doesn't matter. You're opening the door by what you put in yourself and you're allowing your life and your home to be contaminated. See, it says all that. Hey, give no place to the devil, God right. says. And Satan uses these things as decoys to lure you away from the things of God and to entrap you into his enticements. So they say to seek God, seek Jesus Christ, because you need Jesus Christ to be able for the Father to see you because you're tainted with sin. But Jesus Christ came as a sacrifice that if you put your trust in him and trust in his merit for his redemption of your sins by his blood that he shed, you will be saved. Amen all, to that. all it takes is a confession to him, Romans 10, 8, 9. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in all your heart that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. And uh, you'll be saved from evil, but you'll also be saved from the enticement and the temptation of evil. You, you may still carry on some evil acts or practices, but you'll be convicted by the Holy Spirit to prompt away from it. And you'll be changed in order to not want these things. These things will start to feel crummy to you. So we, we want to be careful that Satan's not enticing people to this evil. And, and the evil isn't just enticing you to the things of the imagery. You know, oh, if you, if you watch this, this uh, Dracula movie, you're going to go to hell. That's not what we're saying. You're already a sinful person. But by watching these things, you're opening a door for Satan to lure in deeper in the cracks that you've opened for him. If you give Satan a foothold, he'll take it. But then he'll put, bring in your life lustful passions. He'll bring in your life mockery to God. He'll bring to your life denial, resistance of Jesus Christ. And he'll tell you that Jesus is a fraud and that he's, uh, he's like you know, a pagan god, Zeus or something that they made up that they said it sounds like it, so Jesus must be. Uh, they'll make up all these zeitgeist fabrications about who Jesus is to keep you away from him and to heart, help steer your heart from his offer of, of salvation. We don't want that, do, do we, Darren? Not for the people, no. Of course not. No. Yep. So we're trying to just bring this to light and share with this with people. 
you 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 may have already have plans to to go to your your Halloween festivals and your parties, and you're not going to stop now just because I suggested to you because you just spent the money on you know two hundred dollars on a on a on a nice elaborate costume, or you made you just spent time making one to be the the best and have the you know the the go into the con contest and have the best costume and then you think maybe it's an innocent costume so it's not bad i'm 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 bringing an a, a an innocent fun costume not a satanic costume but you're still alongside of the satan costumes and you're still participating in the same contest and you're still participating in the same rituals so you're still doing it and uh it might be fun this year but i pray that those who are practicing it um, it's, 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 it's more than just turning from Halloween. What I'm urging you to do, cause you're not going to turn from your habits. You can't do that in the flesh. You need God's help. You need sanctification of the Holy spirit. So I urge you instead of seeking the things of the devil, the things of the world, the things of druids, I urge you to th seek, seek the things of God and, and look for him and find out who he is and help him make this, this, this time feel, you know, blah to you. And for the pagans out there, I urge you that instead of falling short and honoring the things of nature and the things that are created, I urge you to seek the creator who created these things and honor him. And in that you will honor nature, but do it through him, not through the nature itself. The nature can't save you. They're not gods. Although some people worship them as gods. And I'll tell you as a pagan, even though you say you might not believe in a God, you still, you believe in a universal God. That is the essence of all things like a pantheism type of thing where all things are God. And you still believe that these things are honored as essences of God. But they aren't. They're created beings. They're created things of God, creations of God. God is separate from them. That's why it says in the Bible, he's a holy God. It means he's separate mm -hmm. from his creation. And in order for you to relate to him, you need to be separate from the world. You need to have that side of you, the worldliness, the sinfulness severed. And you can only do that by a redemption. And God offered his son, Jesus Christ, for the redemption of sins, that if you come to him, that you will be redeemed and you'll be able to face the father, God, the father. And you'll and, and you'll be able to pray to him and then you can honor nature, whatever you want to do through him by giving him the honor of the creation. do that by a redemption and God offered his son Jesus Christ for the redemption of sins that if you come to him that you will be redeemed and you'll be able to face the father God the father and you'll and, you, and you'll be able to pray to him and then you can honor nature whatever you want to do through him by giving him the honor of the creation right yeah in fact I think the scriptures just say that God is Holy, 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 if I remember correctly, let's see. Let me see if I can find where it is. Uh, well, the angels cry, holy, holy, holy. 
Right. Yeah. So First Peter one six one. Yeah. First Peter one sixteen. Oh, it actually says, "Be holy, for I am holy." Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. And one cried unto another and said, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts." Right. Right. The mm -hmm. angels. Yeah. 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 The word "holy" means separate. Yeah. Right. And you got to be, you know, you got to honor him. He's separate from his creation, but he can relate with us once we have that connection. We're born in the spirit. And you can only be born in the spirit. You don't go, you can't be born in the spirit by being new age. You can't be born in the spirit by being a Wiccan or a witch. You, you can't be born in the spirit because you wish to ha think of yourself as spiritual. You can only be born in the spirit with Jesus Christ. And dwells in you through, through the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit regenerates your spirit and, and gives you the connection to God. You can only do that through God, not by yourself. And you can't do it through works. So all those that are practicing those things to try to be spirit, spiritual, the Bible says that they're works of the flesh. They have no merit. So... You're you're in a facade if you if you think that. Now you'll sure. say, well, that's narrow-minded, Jim. That's your religion. Well, yeah, that is my religion, and I am narrow-minded because I believe the things of God, and I believe that that is God, and of God. I don't believe the pagan rituals are of God. I don't believe New Age is of God. I certainly don't believe Halloween is of God. So you're right. I do believe that the Bible speaks about the true God. In fact, the scripture oh, yeah. doesn't even say it. Now, Matthew uh, 7, 14, where he says that narrow is the way. Mm -hmm. And um, few who seek the, it. But the gate is small and ways narrow that leads to life. Yeah. And there are few that be that find it. Right. So. Yep. So um, let's, um, let's end here, Darren. And I'll try to leave these links up so you can see them in the, in the, uh, in the show notes and, and such. Uh, my website, jimdukeperspective.com. Check it out. And we'll see you next time. God bless.